0: Blog
1: Talk Radio. Hello, and welcome to the Astro Energy Astrology Show on Blog Talk Radio with me, astrologer Shelly Overton. Each week we go over the planetary positions discuss astrology and take callers questions if you would like to call in and get a reading you can call 347-994-3365 call in early as the lines fill up
0: Oh my gosh, December 24th, 2019 edition of the Astro Energy Astrology Show with me, your host, Shelly Overton. I'm an astrologer in Orlando, Florida, and I want to welcome you to the podcast. It is 57 very chilly degrees and drizzling out. Actually, I think it may be stopped for the moment, but um, yeah, not so much fun weather here in Orlando today. But... As a person from Colorado, I'm actually very happy that it's a little kind of dark and dreary. We open our presents on Christmas Eve, so um, I think that, that tradition started a while ago, uh, probably 15, 20 years ago, because we could get together and have snacks and, you know, drinks and then just enjoy the time and then sleep in the next day. <laughs> think I was part of it, is my parents didn't want to wake up early on Christmas Day and open presents. And I think we all look much nicer on Christmas Eve than Christmas morning, pretty much. So anyway, we open our presents Christmas Eve, and it's a nice tradition. I actually like it. We go out to dinner and come back and open presents, and it's really wonderful. And because day is Christmas Eve. My son is coming back and he is coming back sometime before the end of this podcast probably to um, visit. So I was going to move the podcast, but I know a lot of you really look forward to it and I didn't want to disappoint you. So we are not necessarily going to take calls today. Um, I will decide later if I'm going to talk to anybody, but I am not with my computer. So if I Take a call, it's pretty much going to be a generic reading based on what I know from the ephemeris because I don't have access to your charts today. So, anyway, I do want to talk about astrology and I want to go over what's going on in the sky. Unfortunately, my phone has a chart, so I can tell you that. But um, yeah, we're going to go over some of the planets and then I can talk a bit about um, anxiety, which. I have felt this week myself, so we can kind of commiserate those of you who get anxiety. So currently, amazingly enough, we have the sign that rules anxiety and mental health on the cusp here in Orlando as we speak, which is Aquarius. It's 27 degree Aquarius rising currently. Venus did go into Aquarius, um, I think it was three or four days ago. And so she's at five degrees of Aquarius. So it's probably five days ago, four days ago. Um, and definitely, Venus being in Aquarius has kind of triggered a little bit more of that feeling in me, I believe. Um, we've got Pluto at 22 Capricorn, which is the degree he's going to be at when Saturn joins him. We have Saturn at 20 degrees. And yes, it is very much a conjunction. Still, we're in it. We're, you know, kind of as intense almost as intense as we're going to get with um, Saturn and Pluto. Because remember, Sun, Mercury, and Jupiter will all be there, and Sun and Mercury will be exactly 22 at the same time Saturn and Pluto are 22 in January. So that's going to be a really intense week. I'm just giving you a heads up now. There were two earthquakes, I believe two, and uh, not more, off the coast of California, and they were 6.0 from what I read. And this is the time for major earthquakes. It's going to be from now probably into January, about three weeks into January. So – and volcanoes as well. Pluto rules volcanoes. Saturn rules Earth. So it's major Earth shifts. And I guess I also want to point out that that energy – is at play in our own personal lives. So if you've felt heightened physical issues, especially around the skeleton or dental, dental issues, um, that's Capricorn. I personally have neck issues. I've had car accidents where My upper back right between my neck and my back, that part of my spine always gives me issues. Um, and it's also where I hold my tension. So, you know, I'm getting a lot of those lately. It is the energy of chilly weather. So we're kind of getting that cold front as this goes through. Aquarius can also be like clear weather. And um, we don't have the moon in Aquarius today. We have the moon in Sagittarius, which is more fiery, heated energy. Even though he's at 13, I actually would have suspected there would be more heat. But the moon goes Uh, conjunct to Mercury tomorrow and so you're probably going to feel more of the heat energy tomorrow and also um, some more communications coming out in the news about things going on uh, with the impeachment hearing trials so know that that's coming out as well we have Mars at 23 Scorpio Um, I guess I forgot the sun is at 2 Capricorn Jupiter is at 4 Capricorn so in the next two days the sun will join Jupiter, which is a very fortunate energy. I would say this last solstice, which was a few days ago also, the solstice is when um, the sun is at the small, the, well, the days are the shortest. And so we're experiencing this Jupiter-sun conjunction here in a couple of days. So it's going to make a huge transformation energy Um Jupiter and the sun actually are not far off of a similar energy. The sun is about ego and Jupiter is about making sure that you seek out and are, I say this and I feel bad saying it, but it's really true. It's like a, an energy of self-interest. And so, you know, that's because Jupiter is seeking it's, it doesn't have time for consequences and that can make it seem very, um, very self-interested. And so Sagittarius as a sign is very focused on moving forward and not too concerned about the past. So, you know, uh, people, especially the water influence signs feel really wrapped up in the past and, you know, stuck in the past on some level. And so whenever Jupiter comes and knocks on the door, it's kind of like get up out of your funk and move on. And that's truly what we're dealing with, with this energy of Jupiter. And then the sun is saying, okay, I have these ego needs and I need you to pay attention. And Jupiter's like, yeah, but I don't want to get too deep into your ego needs. I just want to have fun and move on. And so that's going to be a strong energy for Christmas. Um, we're going to just be much more about trying to keep it light. And honestly, personally, with my family, I felt that this morning. Um, I was not in a good mood before breakfast when we went out to breakfast. And I, you know, I think definitely it was part of my blood sugar. But um, also, a lot of emotions have been coming up. Mars and Scorpio is pretty close to my Neptune moon conjunction. And a lot of these feelings around the holidays, around, um, you know, connections we would like with other people that maybe aren't exactly the way we would like them to be. That can come up right now. That can trigger us um, being around all these people. And then also bringing Neptune into it. I'm trying to get all these planets in before I go off on my tangent about um, mental health and emotions and anxiety. So uh, the Neptune, planet Neptune, is at 16 Pisces, and he's extremely slow moving. I mean, every week, oh, he's at 15, he's at 15, he's at 15, he's at 16, 16, 16. So you know that he's a really slow mover, and he just turned direct a few weeks ago, two weeks ago, I believe. And so he's still just hovering around that midpoint. And Mars was on top of that in Trine, which is 120 degrees away from each other. So one-third of the sky, and I do want to emphasize that what I talk about seems really abstract. It's not abstract. You look up in the sky. The sun comes up every morning. The sun is in a part of the sky that is ruled by Capricorn right now. So every morning when the sun comes up, if you wait a little bit right after, within the first hour, maybe two, two hour, hour and a half after the sunrise, Jupiter comes up on the horizon. Saturn comes up on the horizon. Pluto comes up on the horizon because they're all together. So when I talk about the planets, they're very much real world things. There is a part of the sky assigned to Capricorn. Every morning the sun's coming up in Capricorn now. That's the part of the sky that's Capricorn. And it's followed by Aquarius then Pisces, Aries, Taurus, and on around the Zodiac. So when I talk about the planets, they are absolutely in our physical, tangible world it's not an abstract thing. It's a real world thing. And I know I may be hitting this hard and heavy, but it recently occurred to me that this is something that I don't think people really connect to. It's like, oh, I have a sun sign, but do they really understand what a sun sign is? And that's what it is. When the sun comes up at a certain time of year, it's in a certain sign that is the sign that it's coming up in at sunrise. And in the summer, at sunrise in June, it's either coming up in Gemini or Cancer. So um, it affects us. And we start our day with this energy. And so right now, you know, until the sun comes up in Aquarius, which is, you know, 27 days away, um, 28 days away, we are going to feel the energy of our days ruled by Capricorn. And so we are much more stoic, Um, This is the time of year for seasonal affective disorder, and so um, we're going to experience those moments of depression, those moments of turning inward, wanting to cocoon, wanting to pull back and protect ourselves and have this hard protective shell, which is Capricorn. And we want things to be reliable. We want things to be um, there for us. We want people to be there for us. And so during this time of year, we're going to be seeing specifically this year actually, we're going to see all of the um people who resonate back energy to us in that Capricorn dynamic in that in that way of integrating and showing energy. And that is so sun in Capricorn is someone who is more literal, who is more author- authoritarian, maybe less likely to let things go, um, more interested in pointing out the fault, and how things could be improved. So it is a good time of year for improvement. And then Mercury, he's at 22 Sag. So he's still in his, you know, happy-go-lucky, let's run around and play mode. And the moon, like I said, goes in there tomorrow. So he's going to be kind of the, the foil or the wild card to all this Capricorn energy until – Mercury and the moon are in Capricorn. So the moon goes into Capricorn um, pretty quick here. Uh, I'm looking because I don't have my ephemers. Oh, Do I have my ephemers? I actually think I did. I opened up one on my app. There it is. Okay, let's see if I can find out when the moon goes in to Capricorn. looks like, um, right? I oh, know that's not the moon, that's the sun. Hang on a second. No, it is. It's the last day of the year. So we're going to have moon right there over the new year. So it's going to be a pretty serious year and serious in the sense of I take it very seriously. I am. I'm not saying it's going to be a horrendously difficult year, although it is going to be a year of stress probably because remember Capricorn – is the energy that builds our muscles emotionally and mentally. And that means that wherever the planets are, or wherever in Capricorn the planets are, they're going to be strengthening our resolve. And that means that by the time they move out of Capricorn, we're going to be so relieved that we will feel a tremendous relief and release at that time of year. And that's, of course, January. Oh, let me see here. I'm again. I I'm not at my computer, so I'm kind of using my one little screen for everything. Um, yeah. So Sun Jupiter is going to be a little bit brighter and lighter, and then Moon, Moon Mercury and Sagittarius. They both answer to Jupiter, and with the Sun there, it's going to be um, transformative it will probably bring some information and maybe in a blunt way. I know um, I've got a situation in my family with another person that's um, kind of putting some emotional energy on my family member and it's a little bit of a stress and I know that they're getting together tomorrow. So it will be joyful and painful at the same time. So um, it'll be like, oh, great, we get to see each other. Oh, no, we don't get to be together. <laughs> so it's difficult. But anyway, um, this is kind of why I wanted to talk about anxiety because I've experienced it this week. I know my daughter has experienced it. I have, my daughter's friend has experienced it this week. And it's really this Venus energy is what I would probably assign. The anxiety, too, because Aquarius, and I have talked about this in the past, and, you know, I do these podcasts every week, and I want to bring in new information to you. If you listen regularly, you'll get some of the same information, but a lot of that is because I'm just talking about the chart and not necessarily interacting, and when I interact with clients and with people who call in, it gives me kind of a dynamic that I can bounce more planets and information off of and create a different story. And it's, it just kind of comes out differently in my mind. But when I talk about the planets, um, you know, they're all clustered in a similar part of the sky. So we've got this energy and I'm, I'm trying to go back to when I was planning this podcast and what I was feeling. And I definitely was feeling um, like anxiety In general, and I personally believe that anxiety has multiple causes, but it seems to be heightened right now, and that is why I'm pointing out Venus, because the heightened part is Venus. Venus is desire. Venus is where we put our attention towards uh, feeling good. You know, what are our values? And in Aquarius, Aquarius is is the counter- Energy to Capricorn, and I've talked about this in the past too for you who are new. um, I'm saying it again that when the planets go through the zodiac, they go through an energy, and that's the sign. And then the next sign kind of makes up for whatever was lacking in the sign before. So Capricorn is very focused on the structure and the authority and the mastering of something, it is the system. Aquarius. Let's go of systems and let's go of needing hierarchies for approval and goes into autonomy. And autonomy is the idea that we have power and control over ourselves and our world around us. And that's where we're heading as the age of Aquarius comes in. So when Venus goes into Aquarius, she is coming into her own authority. She is not wanting to be bogged down by emotionalism. She is wanting to expand the energy of air and understanding on a quantum level. She goes towards the energy of Aquarius and that means that what our desires are, are more in alignment with Aquarian desires. And that would be the desire for humanitarianism, the desire for everyone to take care of their own corner of the world and um, to understand things quicker we can get more impatient out in the world. We can, you know, traffic definitely is a stressor at this time and can make us more anxious. So having the Capricorn energy, we're all kind of moving into this um, and moving through the energy of wanting to get stuff done, which makes us all do similar things, getting things done. Um, so I was at Target yesterday and Fortunately, I was there at a slower time, but it gets really busy, and the traffic going into Target is off the hook. It actually stops up and gridlocks the rest of the, the area. I have an outdoor mall, so it has all the same stores as an indoor mall, but it's all outdoors, and so these drive areas around the mall feed into one another, and every parking lot row feeds into the main one going past Target, And so it blocks it, and it gridlocks everything. It takes 20 minutes to get out of the mall, and that's really a stressful thing. So one of the things I would give you for anxiety right now, especially today, the day before everything is due, so to speak, um, shop at the times when it's not so stressful. If you open presents Christmas morning, go at 8 o'clock at night. Don't go at 3 or 4 in the afternoon because that's when it's even more busy and everyone else is doing their last-minute stuff. Um, Take some time for yourself. You know, sit alone in a room and quietly meditate. You know, do things that help your health, your mental health. So Aquarius is a quantum energy, and um, that's part of the reason I like it is because Aquarius rules something called channeling, And channeling is what we all do. When we get into that wonderful space, when we're in our happy place and we're doing something we truly love to do and we lose track of time, that is channeling. So we are letting time fly and don't recognize it because Capricorn is the sign that carries around the watch and the pocket watch and you know, make sure that everybody's on time and practical and uh, punctual. But Aquarius can get lost in time. And when we think of Aquarians, they're the eccentric sign of the zodiac and they don't want to be pinned down. That's a huge part of Aquarian energy. So um, coming into this Aquarius energy, When, now I want to kind of shift gears, when we are going into a new energy, initially, especially Aquarius or air signs, so Libra, Gemini, and Aquarius, we're going to shift how we process that energy, like water signs process emotionally, process through water. I mean, the days have been misty and overcast for three or four days, and I have definitely been in an emotional funk. Because, as a emphasis in my chart on water, I have water and earth mostly in my chart, um, the water affects me deeply, and I definitely can feel um, co- the collective when we have overcast weather and the kind of brain we've been getting is like a mist, and so it really is like every droplet of water in the air is like an emotion somebody let loose and I'm sitting here picking up this collective energy. And, of course, whenever it's um, a watery kind of day, a rainy or misty day, it's kind of sad. It brings you down. You don't have the brightness of the sun to enlighten you. You're more pulled in and hermit, like a hermit. And so it can feel depressing. And we kind of go to that space. Um, A nice rainstorm can make you feel really cozy and good, and that's nurturing, but when you have consistently dreary days, like in the Northwest or something, it really does drag on you after a while, especially if you're a water sign. Um, The air signs are used to being more bubbly and buoyant, and they really look for that liveliness that comes with clear skies and clear thinking. So um, interestingly also, Aquarius rules weather and meteorology. And so um, that's part of it, like the collective weather, the collective energy that we feel. And so when we have gone from this system of labels, hierarchy, um, containers and compartments, I'll put my feelings over here and deal with those later. I'll put my things over here. I've got too many things. I'm going to put them in a pod and put them away. Um, We live in rooms. There are all these containers in our lives. Aquarius is a sign that doesn't want those boundaries. It wants to have everything open and free to experience and to share. Sharing is a really big thing with Aquarius. I was talking to someone, oh, gosh, I was talking to them about Aquarius few things I've noticed about Aquarius is that it, it can rule vision because of the clarity that's associated with it. If we have issues with our eyes, we may have an afflicted Uranus, the planet that rules Aquarius. Uranus is in Taurus today, so and for a while, for almost a decade. So we're feeling much more this air energy grounded, trying to bring it down to the ground and understand it and that can also mean like for my field uh, astrology which is ruled by Aquarius we need to have tangible understanding of it and see proof of what's going on astrologically so um, definitely having Uranus in, in Taurus and we are about to have um, the, well no I'm sorry we just did Venus and Aquarius they're in mutual receptivity which means they are in each other's sign. Venus is in uh, Taurus, or Venus is the ruler of Taurus in Uranus's sign and Uranus is the ruler of Aquarius and he is in Venus's sign. So it puts even more focus on this energy of air, of information coming at us from all directions, which can bring us to a point of um, frazzledness. <laughs> like we're we're just like oh my gosh, it's coming at me from everywhere. And what happens then is we can feel overwhelmed, which is anxiety. Um, I also kind of wanted to talk about the energy of anxiety, not just the astrology of it. But the energy of anxiety is like a mental um, misfiring sometimes. It can feel like there's a lot of jabbering on in our heads which astrologically is Aquarius because Aquarius is channeling. We have other spiritual energies out in the universe, out in our reality, and they come to us more clearly when we're vibrating higher, which is an Aquarian energy. So the higher our vibration goes, the more susceptible we are to this intensity. And, I mean, I was laying in bed this morning and I had a headache. And I was feeling like I could hear two streams of electrical energy. At which point, I turned off my phone completely, like dead, off, because um, it's an arm's length from my bed, which is probably also something if you're really experiencing stronger anxiety to detach from some of these electronic devices because they're just adding to it. Um, I know that we've had three rockets go up here in Florida in the last three weeks. And I know that they're putting, I read about it and they're putting up more satellites to span the globe. They already have satellites up there um, for the GPS system. They have phone systems up there and cable systems up there. So we are basically a planet surrounded by electric energy and satellite energy being radiated down to the earth. We are Raising our vibration collectively, so and even personally, so it would not be surprising that now we are more susceptible to all these electric vibrations coming at us. So, I want you to be aware of that, and I want you to know that when these things happen, the there are a few methodologies you can use. You can use meditation. You can use crystals which are grounding. Um, Quartz crystal is a good place to start if you don't know much about them. One of my personal favorites is carnelian. And I actually like jet or any of the black stones, tourmaline, black tourmaline and jet are some nice ones. And I also like hematite. Hematite is a really good stone to keep on your body and make you feel a little bit more grounded. And it also, uh, it rules the blood, I believe. So, I'm sorry, I'm distracting when I'm talking. The British lady speaking in my ear, letting me know there's 60 seconds to the end of my time. But I'm just going to continue on with this. If you lose me at the end of this, you can listen to the last of the podcast on iTunes. I would ask that you share this podcast if you like it with your friends. And um, anyway, so yeah, black, black tourmaline, and, um, which is a real good protection stone, and then jets. And rose quartz is a good one for um, – I put it under my bed. It hel- and I put it under my children's beds when they were growing up because it helps um, ground them in, the, in their sleep so it doesn't – it kind of, to me, is like a little spiritual bubble that keeps them safe at night and more grounded from uh, bad dreams and things like that. But crystals are a wonderful way to shift your energy if you're feeling really frazzled and anxious. Um, Also, my daughter started using some doTERRA. There are multiple uh, sources for scents and um, oils. And so you can use essential oils to help you. I know she's had a great amount of help from that. There are herbs. You can do homeopathy, which are the little white pills that are like sugar pills you put under your tongue. And I really love homeopathy. I got some homeopathy this week. And... um, Yeah, listening to YouTubers, I tell you, I have some YouTubers that channel, and they channel um, higher spiritual entities, and I really am fascinated by that, so I listen to them. And whenever they channel, um, it really, and this is also something, too, I've noticed, when people that have a high vibration talk to us, if we're trying to embrace that, sometimes it can feel like we're getting really sleepy. And that's kind of a side effect of this energy of awakening and listening to higher vibrating information. It can make us feel drowsy. Or, you know, that's when you're specifically listening to someone who's um, like channeling or meditating or a guru of some sort. You may feel, wow, I just feel so drowsy right now. I know I do. Anyway, um, I'm going to recommend one of my favorites on YouTube. And her name is Amanda Ellis. E-L-L-I-S, and she does a lot of channeling and a lot of um, checking in with the spirits and, and higher energy because she wants to know what's going on, and I find that it really helps ground me when I listen to her, so if you're interested in looking into her, that's one of my favorites. Um, yeah, so these are a lot of um, esoteric ways of dealing with it, but... You know, it's coming in, and it's going to be really strong next year with Saturn and Aquarius, and Saturn wants us to own it. So when Saturn goes into Aquarius in March, be prepared that it's going to be a really strong high vibration, and um, you're potentially going to have headaches. You could feel foggy because electrical energies in the atmosphere are now Affecting you more. And um, I, you know, I just really was thinking this morning that society doesn't really recognize energy. They don't recognize that some of the things that we're feeling, we are receivers. Our brains are receptive, and the energies that are going to be coming in are waking us up, and they are really unseen, but can't be denied. They're going to be here, and we're going to feel it. So, I guess part of the awakening energy that everybody talks about is learning how to ground your energy and recognizing when you may be picking up thought forms and and even other people's thoughts. I mean, I have words fly through my head that are complete non sequiturs to what's going on around me. I actually have heard words I've never heard before and have to look them up or even like the word, I think I mentioned this before, the word snarky that came to me. I'd never heard anybody say that in context. And I heard snarky and I instantly knew what the meaning was. It's in the collective consciousness. And then I started hearing it out in the world. So that kind of thing can happen to us. Um, We can, I had a wonderful experience yesterday. I was at Target and I went on a whim to Target and I had kind of brokered a deal with my daughter and the lady who sells doTERRA, who is a friend of mine. And We had ordered some doTERRA for my daughter's anxiety, and it had come in, but we had got together, and I went to Target on a whim and ran into this lady who happened to have it in her purse, so I was able to get it, and it was just a wonderful uh, synchronicity. That kind of thing can happen when you start to really tune in, and I want to tell you, I'm sitting here um, just wrapping up the podcast, but I feel really kind of like almost on the border of dizzy and I know my daughters felt dizzy this week. I have had a friend feel dizzy and um, actually my daughter's friend felt dizzy. I haven't felt dizzy. I'm kind of like on the border right now. I feel really like there's a vibration going on, a high vibration. And um, those of you who are a little bit more in tune, a little bit more psychic, you're going to pick up on that. So, just know that this is part of our new reality and the awakening that we have in this world. So um, I want you to be aware of it because you need to find ways of coping with it and dealing with it. If you haven't felt it yet, that's awesome. You may not. Um, If you're an Aquarius, you may feel more excitable. Um, My son has, as I've said, multiple planets in Aquarius with an Aquarius rising and he's coming in. He's supposed to be here any minute and he may already be here. So um, I've got to wrap up the podcast, but anyway, I hope you've gotten some information out of this and that it can do you some good. That's all that I really want. I want to help people and I want to, to challenge the difficulties in your lives. So Anyway, thank you for spending this time with me, and I hope you have a wonderful Christmas. I will be back next week for New Year's, and I've got a lot of writing to do about astrology this week, so I have a lot to say. Anyway, um, you take care, and just take time out for yourself if it becomes too much. That's all I'm asking, okay? Anyway, that's it for this week, and we'll see you next week. Bye.
1: Hi, this is Shelley. Thank you for joining us this week. To contact me for a private reading, go to angeliczodiac.com under the readings tab. Background music was provided by Kevin McLeod at incompetech.com with additional music by Tracy Coriel at tracyland.com T-R-A-C-E-Y-L-A-N-D.com Music provided on show by show basis, will be credited within the body of the show. For more info on my art, go to shellyoverton.com. That's S-H-E-L-L-E-Y-O-V-E-R-T-O-N.com. Merch and other astrological art can be found at astroart.net. To purchase my ebook, Learn Astrology, you can find it at angeliczodiac.com, including discounts. Be sure to check back next week and subscribe through iTunes at Astro Energy Astrology Show.